Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast, where we will discuss with industry experts on how to create wealth and build passive income from apartment buildings, self-storage, mobile home parks, and much more. Here is your host, Jonathan Way. Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Way, and I'm the founder of Grayson Capital Group, my investment firm. If you're interested in passively investing with us, please visit graystonecapgroup.com and join our investor network. Okay, and now on to the show. Hello, Rama. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, John. Nice to coming to your podcast. Yes, thank you. R- Rama, I know you for a while. You're my friend, and uh, we'll help each other in um, multifamily investing. So why don't you tell our audience about your background, how you got started in uh, multifamily? Sure, sure. So, uh, like I have background of you know engineering and also IT side. I was 15 plus years into IT side. Then I started investing into real estate, uh, specifically single family stone homes uh, around 2014 onwards. First few years, yeah, I invested mainly into single family side. So then, like I was also working full time, and you know it, it's tough to manage when you're working full time and also managing the single family staff. Then I thought of, you know, so it's very challenging. So I need to, you know, look alternative options. So then uh, uh, some, somehow I found some, you know, multifamily related information through, you know, bigger pockets or, you know, some, uh, some stuff. So then I, I started, you know, learning more about multifamily by reading books and, you know, uh, uh, listening podcasts or, you know, something like that, you know. So then, you know, uh, I started investing passively initially. Uh, in a couple of deals, then I uh, invested into GP side. My main goal is uh, actually investing as GP. That is my goal, you know. So, yeah, that's how I started. And and how did someone introduce you to being an LP in a multifamily syndication? Who 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 brought that to you, to that deal, you know? Uh, that, like, I attended, like, you know, various, uh, I listened to various podcasts and attended, you know, uh, conferences also virtual conferences something like that so that's how I, I i came to know about those you know operators and when, when i listen podcasts i used to reach out these you know uh, sponsors and subscribe to their you know their mailing list you know that's how i came to know you know about these deals oh okay so you listen to podcasts and conferences multiple and you you came to know who were the general partners yeah and you decided have... to just reach out to them and say hey you know maybe i'm interested in, in passive investing right yes Yes, absolutely. And, and what was the benefits that you saw that you want to do passive investing? What attracted you to that? So uh, uh, that one is with passive investing is like, you know, uh, you will get monthly distributions or quarterly, quarterly distributions. So only thing is you have to invest capital and you don't need to do any kind of work like, you know, uh, involving in day-to-day operations like, you know, property management or asset management, something like that, you know. So the main advantage is, you know, uh, monthly cash cash flow and also you know some some kind of tax advantages you know on passive you know passive capital gains okay okay great great and how is that stuff going so far how many deals you invested in and passively and how's that going so far uh so far i invested a couple of deals you know so both are going well so i do get you know monthly distributions and you know Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. And did it ever did it go full cycle on one of those, you know, sponsor, lead sponsor go full cycle? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Okay. Because I know there's a lot of going full cycle over like the past year or so. Because, you know, they bought a couple of years ago, they executed and they, and they did well and they sold it. So that's what I was asking you about. They went full cycle. Yeah. So th- these are like class A properties and they, they you know, projected long term hold. So, yeah. That okay. Is- so this is more like a long term play because they're not a class C value add where, 
you fix it up and like you're five or so, you know, you 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 sell it. This is more like a long term hold because class A is much newer, is nicer, and it could it could last longer because it's not much deferred maintenance. Yeah, and there's warranties on those stuff as well too because they're new. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I guess what made you decide in your heart to say, you know what, I do love past investing, but you know, what? I want to be a little more active. I want to be like, you know, like, like this Dan Hanford and Michael Block and these sort of syndicators out there. You know, what, what made you, I guess, in your heart decide to switch over to the active side, you know? So my, my initial goal was, you know, or uh, active side into multifamily side. But, you know, so it took a little bit more time to finding deals or, you know, building that credibility. So that is the reason I went, you know, passive route, investing in a couple of deals, passive side and learning, you know, how these operators, you know, operating these properties, what is their communication side, all this stuff. I learned, you know, those stuff also. And uh, parallelly, like I was always, you know, active side and looking deals and building that relationships with the brokers, underwriting a lot of deals. And, you know, so, and also, you know, start building my credibility through, you know, started podcasting and started virtual conference, all these, you know, local virtual, uh, lo- local meetups, all those stuff, you know. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah, I know you've done a lot this past year or so. You had your own podcast and you sort of, you did your own first deal and you created this virtual um, meetup, which is very good. So you create a lot of these, you know, a platform for multifamily, you know, investors come to, to learn and listen about it. Yes. And okay, good. So now you your first deal was it how many units was that first deal? It's sixty four units. And it, where is it located? It's in like Salisbury, uh, near to Charlotte. It's it comes under Charlotte in Messier, North Carolina. Okay, okay. And is that a class C or class B or what, what class was that? Uh, it's class C. Class, class C. C. Class C yeah. value add, right? Yeah, okay. class C value add property. Yes. And what was your your vision to was it to fix exterior, renovate the units, or what was your vision in that one? So for this deal, like, you know, so we bought, we know that like when we bought, there is some management issues with this one. So the previous owner was out of state and, you know, uh, there is a mismanagement a mismanagement component. So we bought it and so we, we are doing, you know, uh, like so managing, you know, with the right way, so like by evicting all the ban- bad tenants and, you know, and bringing like a, right right tenants right residents to the property and by doing like some exterior car, uh exterior you know renovations like we we fixed you know parking lot stuff so we, we did that and also you know we are doing some kind of minor interior renovations and bringing rents to market okay so you, you're turning the base because you had some previous bad tenants who didn't pay or was causing issues so you had to take time to turn the base and release up the the units and also make some renovations as 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 the time goes by so that's how you value it and increase the rents yes yes and and that was going well for you for the past six months that was that good yes yes the past eight months yeah so yeah okay good good so at least you're executing your vision you're value adding the the facility you're improving the lives of the tenants and putting quality tenants in which is very critical in a traditional classy value add because if it's mismanaged you can have deferred maintenance you can have lousy tenants some 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 units and you have to identify who they are and you have to, you know, take action to kind of turn the base, put good quality people, screen them very well, uh, put them into the units, ensure this harmony and peace in the units and and ensure that you keep up with the maintenance on a daily basis. Those are the key items, a good, good, good management effectively, good property management and asset, managing, the asset, being, managing them as an asset manager and ensuring that you can meet your KPIs 
for your investor, basically. Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. Okay, good, good. So um, so what's next for you? Are you trying to buy another classy value add? Or what are you trying to do now, Rama? So my, my plan is to, you know, purchase, you know, a value add deals like C plus or B minus or, you know, B, B class or A minus uh, asset classes in North Carolina and South Carolina markets, mainly like Raleigh, Charlotte, Greensboro and Greenville, uh, South Carolina, these markets. So yeah. mainly like, you know, we're looking for 80 plus units and up to, you know, 200, 300 units, you know, uh, value add deals, light, light value add deals, I can say at this point. Okay. Okay. So you're trying to get you look for your second one. I know it's been a little bit challenging in the market because the debt, the you know, the debt issue is is really high. Debt's really high. The debt constraint and also leverage is very low. So effectively, it's very difficult to pencil in the deals. So that's why. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Totally agree on that. Like, you no, know, uh, definitely, you know, uh, high interest rates and you know, uh, low LTVs, you know, definitely killing the deals. You know, so still yeah. we are actively looking for deals. You know, which which will you know. Uh, which will get you know better returns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you have to wait the right moment, or when uh, is a motivated seller to de- decrease the price. Um, especially the bridge loans where it's coming up due in December, there should be opportunities out there. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so you can find this, the second deal. Hopefully, it makes sense. It pencils in, and it makes sense for your investor. Yes, and also we're looking for right deals. You know, better quality deals. You know, better better quality deals. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Sometimes a little more, like not too much deferred maintenance and. And and a little bit, hopefully, a little better tenant base. Yeah, because better, tenant better base. Location. Yeah, better, better location. Better, yeah, better location. Because what happens is that tenant base might take some time, and it's it's not easy. It's not it's not easy in multifamily. Right. It's, it's right. definitely yeah. not easy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely agree on that. Turning base, it will take time more, more than expected. Yeah. More than expected because sometimes, um, and even sometimes you bring in people where you think they're actually okay. Sometimes it turn out to be some either either an issue, like they start arguments or or something happens that you just didn't expect that, and then three months they leave, and I've seen that happen a lot of times in Class C apartments. Yes. And sometimes they leave; they don't tell you; they just leave. So that's a very common occurrence that I had I had experience. Yeah. And I thought to my manager, I said, "That's very common." She says, "Jonathan, they don't leave; they don't tell you. It's very common." And I I'm, I never seen you know first time I never seen that before. So. Yeah. So okay. Um. So what advice would you give, I guess, new people, um, let's say if they're like students or new, 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 new person listening to the podcast, what advice would you give them, say, if they want to do the first deal? Yeah, mainly like, you know, main thing is like uh, uh, this multifamily is a team game and it's always, you know, good to start with, you know, building relationships with, you know, loan sponsor or experienced operators, the markets you're ta- trying to target, you know, that, that, that is key thing, you know. So okay. you focus on relationships. The relationships, relationships, so relationships yeah. is key, right? Relationships. Yes. yes. So can you tell us what relationships? The broker or what? What relationship are you referring to? So yeah, both. No, all like you know, not only you know, uh, not only with sponsors, you know, build a relationship with the broker. If you are you know focusing acquisition side, you have to build that relationships with the brokers. I know, in order to you know win the deals, you have to build strong relationship with the brokers, and if you are. Uh, Involving in capitalizing side, you have to build that, you know, confidence or, you know, with the investors or if you are, you know, focusing on asset management side, you have to learn that, you know, that, you know, without experience, you cannot, you know, involve into asset management. But main thing is, you know, you need like loan sponsor for, for any commercial deals, right? So in order to, you know, uh, in order to purchase any deal, you, you need to build that relationship with the, you know, experienced operator or loan guarantor. 
Yeah, yeah. So great. So you touch upon three key parts. If you're new, you need a key principal, which is a loan sponsor, kind of like a mentor in a way. Yeah. Um, you need to build your investor database who's either yourself or someone who can assist you with that. Uh, and you sort of build a relationship with a broker if you're trying to acquire a deal. And it's very hard to convince the broker that you're the real deal, that you have the power to do that or credibility to do that. You know, if you're like a, um, a Mark Kenny or Michael Blanc, one of these, you know, more famous, you know, syndicators out there, their name is, they're established. So they trust them more. But with Rama, your first deal, they're, you know, they're, they're more scrutinizing. Rama, I'm not sure about Rama, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, you have to show that, you know, I have to convince broker if you, if they award you, you are in a position to close that deal, right? So end of the day, you know, you have to yeah. close that deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they, just, they just work with the commission, right? They want to walk over the money, the commission, and yeah. they give it to you, waste your time two, three months down the road, and it's an empty bag, then they, they feel upset because you, you're saying, you, you know, you can do this. But then the day you seem like you couldn't either you didn't raise the money or you um, you just backed out or something you know I'm not you know but they just, they don't they don't want that right so yes yes okay okay great um so what book would you advise someone to like read or you know what what, what book do you like to read a multifamily so, multifamily side so yeah uh, I do read like a lot of you know uh, all kinds of uh, books like you know psychology or mindset and you know personal biographies, uh, all the stuff, and also real estate-related books. If you're specifically asking about real estate side, uh, I would suggest, you know, Best Ever Book by Joe Fairless and Theo Hicks. So that mm, is one okay. book available uh, on real estate side. Okay, that's a really good book. That's a free book, I think, from Joe Fairless. He donated yeah. a lot of his time and effort. I believe it's free, right? It was very low cost. Um, yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, I, I, think I don't the... think it's free, but, you know, it's a great book. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I don't, think it's not, I don't think it's much, you know, it's not a, a significant amount, and yeah, I think for that price, it's worth it. Um, Joe Fairless, he's a very great inspiration to me and Rama. Very well established. He's Ashcroft Ashcroft Capital, because the name his firm is. And he buys, I think, Class B and then Class A. And he does a fund model too now. So not not single asset no, no more. So, okay, great. Um, So what one personal habit that contributes to your success? What do you do? Do you have like a morning routine or what do you do that you think you can that you do that you they can share to your audience so mainly like you know i'll start with you know uh, meditation and also you know workout those two things i want to uh, i'm doing consistently so i want i want to do consistently on those two things you said meditation what was the other one yeah meditation and uh, workouts what, what's the da- cost what's that daily daily workouts and you know oh workout oh, oh okay yeah. yeah work workout and meditation okay yeah Okay, yeah. So that that's what uh that's what kind of like what I do. So I recommend a, a what I call a miracle morning routine. Where I talked about this in Rod Cleese podcast, where you you do something like a miracle morning, some kind of uh, habit, personal habit that's close to you that you know that you can uh, uh, assimilate to and focus on that every single day until you, you be very successful. That's 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 a real good tip and a very good gold gold nugget. Yeah. Okay, great. What's the best way people can reach out to you, Rama, if they want to talk to you? So they can reach out uh, through, you know, info at shahcapital.com, I-N-F-O at U-S-H-A capital.com or, you know, uh, they can go to uh, my website, ushacapital.com. So that's how they can reach out me. Okay, ushacapital.com, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, thank you very much, Rama. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much, Jantan. Thanks for listening. For more information, you can find us online at www.graystonecapgroup.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. See you again next time.